0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to part two of the Daryl Hers episode of the Apolog podcast. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible.com. Get a free audio download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash There's over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Like I said, 180,000 titles to choose from. That's a lot of books and that's a lot of reading. If you like podcasts, then chances are you actually like books on tape. Hey, go to slash apolog for your free download. If you like what I'm throwing down here, why don't you go on over to patreon.com/apolog and pledge to the show. It's a monthly amount. You can pledge a dollar, put 2 bucks, 4 bucks, 10 bucks, and I think at 40 bucks a month if you have a business or an online e-commerce site, I will promote your site at the start of this episode like I'm doing now. Advertising. I have some great... I have four people already. I think once I catch four people, I can't start naming names because then it'll start getting biased. So you can pledge, like I said, as much or as little as you want. And you can cancel at any time. So please go there and have a good time pledging to the show. And I'm sure you're liking what you're doing. We're, we're, We're dancing on the grave of... 100 episodes coming up pretty soon in five episodes will be 100 episodes of this podcast and i'm proud of that and that's cool and i really like if you just go on there and help out with patreon okay amazon.com go to apolog.ca and click on the banners located on the right side locate your country whether it be from canada the united states or the uk Bookmark those link banners, and every time you shop on Amazon, use those links to shop and support the show. Cost you no extra money, and you'd be helping the show out. Awesome. InsideRecorders.com. You need download codes. Download codes are a thing. You play some live music, or you, you're a live band, and you, and you play at a club. Well, don't take CDs to sell there anymore. What you need to do is sell little tiny slips of paper that have download codes on them. An Insight Recorder will help you set up a customized page with your branding for your customers to both download and purchase your music. It's a cool system and it works very well. Um, and right now, I, I, there's some cool bands using it and you should use it too. Go to InsightRecorders.com for more information. Click on the stores link there. Also, Insight Recorders deals in online mixing. Online mixing will add a professional touch to your recorded music. You can have it mastered and set for CD manufacturing. See, I'm crossing myself. So if you want to send it to an CD Manufacturing Plant, I can make the, the file for you. It's a special little file with all the links and everything like that. Okay, online mixing. Yeah. Also, uh, inside Recorders, I'm taking bookings now for the month of September and October. And after that, we're done. No more recording until next year. If you are interested in purchasing a t-shirt, which is running out soon, you can go to apolog.ca slash shop and you can pre-order my new acoustic album and buy the Foursquare Discography, which is my old band, 70-odd songs for 20 bucks. Like the show on Facebook, facebook.com slash pod and follow me on Twitter at SimonHead666. And that's all the bits. Ba-ba! Part two, everybody, of Daryl Hurst. We jump back into the conversation. Daryl is just a fascinating dude. He he is basically the co-founder, well he is the co-founder of Indie Week as well as Riff which is the Real Independent Film Festival. He's managed bands, he's been in this business for well over 25 years super cool guy, we had a great conversation, I'm so glad we turned this into a two-parter so we could actually focus the attention because the second part starts getting real juicy right, right in the middle of this one so everybody enjoy this episode okay and we'll see you at the end of it
1: it's all numbers and it's all doable and and so like the band that moved from saskatchewan you know we were going through it and they're like but we're getting these offers to play other shows great turn it down yeah you know what those venues will still be there
0: yeah
1: so can you feel it now no but when you can go there and they'll probably still want you and probably want you more yeah and bands go how do i get guarantees that's how
0: yeah that's it yeah definitely i'm I mean, my approach was in the indie band days was don't play Toronto. Right. Go play towns. Go play where you have a captive audience. Go play Guelph. Yeah. Because Guelph is, although it's a college town, people are going to be more interested in going out and playing a show.
1: Absolutely. There's a whole sort of plan out there where it's like play all around Toronto for three tours. Yeah. And then the fourth tour or fifth, right? Mm -hmm. Depending on numbers. Don't play any of those, just play one in Toronto, and people from all those
0: towns we'll will come, come in we I mean we booked between Montreal and Toronto a week of shows, right, <laughs> like it were basements, but we would play every day for a week, yep. between Montreal and Toronto, and then Toronto you'd come in and'd be like, "Ah, it's a bust and then but we did so well right in these little basement shows, like but that was like i mean. It's so funny how your numbers are, like, when I say that, it seems so petty and small now or, like, compared to what real numbers are. You know what I mean? But at the same time, when you're 22, it's really inventive to be able to go and play some kid's basement that you met on right. Maximum Rock and Roll.
1: But but there's there's something to be said about that, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, we call them a super fan. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's where you're building that relationship with a fan that yeah. turns into a super fan where they're going to be at every show they're gonna buy every shirt, every yeah. CD.
0: No effects calls them punishers.
1: Oh yeah, then they'll they'll poster for you yeah, and yeah. stuff like like.
0: That's the beginnings of like a street team too. Absolutely. Do they start. Do they still have street teams? Do you have a street team for your indie week? Um, sometimes. It seems kind of weird that there's street team. Like
1: there, it was weird that there isn't street teams. Yeah. Right. Like, and and I think uh, again, I don't know. We're just. I get frustrated at times because I feel we're in a time where uh bands unfortunately don't know how to or don't know where to put their energy or their work in, yeah right, and a lot of like they should be working so hard at promoting, yeah much more than so much of the other stuff, true, sure. like like say you've already got your songs, great. Now you need to really get it so people are listening to them and seeing you perform, Mm -hmm. and that's up to you as an artist to do that. Yeah, you know, like they say it's a promoter, but you know what? This day and age, it's like you've got your own page with five thousand fans. Mm -hmm. The promoter is not going to have an impact on those five thousand fans. Mm -hmm. You will have an impact exactly. Right. So, so a lot lies on the bands these days to promote, and and they do, but you know technology's kind of made like, well, I put up an event. Yeah. I, you know, thirty nine there people is, showing up, yeah. you know, yeah, and, 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 and they don't work harder. And so that band I was working with, we, we, we did a uh, couple levels where the, they're inviting everybody. Right. And they're like, well, we don't know anybody. I'm like, well, how many people are in Toronto? 2 million. I think you can find 200. Mm-hmm. I think you can. They're, there's, they're here. Go yeah. on Queen street. I bet they're there. Right. And so um, our first plan was, okay. well, you know what? The bovine has a Facebook page, right? Yeah. And how many people have liked it? Mm. I bet they know the bovine already. They don't know you. All you have to do is say, hey, I see you like the bovine. Well, I'm happen to be playing there in three weeks. Would you like to be on guest list and maybe check my band out? Mm-hmm. And a personal message, not a cut and paste. It, yeah. Like each and every single message was personalized. Oh yeah. And a lot of people would say no, yep. and you just go, oh well, they're not coming, right? Thanks. Yeah. But that's the work. That's that's part of the work. But yeah. you know, it's taking a step back and like, how many people did you talk to or, or, or invite online? Twelve hundred. Well, guess what? Twelve hundred people at least know the name of your band, have probably looked at your band page might have listened to some songs and they might be saying no now but i bet you're going to come up in their feed yes and and if people take photos at your show i bet they'll start seeing those photos yeah and i bet they'll go shit i missed something that was really cool yeah and it might not be the second show might not be the third show but maybe the fourth show yeah they go then all of a sudden it's like if they see that you're popular then it turns into the internet thing like, oh, I'm missing out on something popular. And they're popular. That's I, it.
0: I should be there because it's, it's popular. Yeah, you know, you're, you're right. You say, I love the way you simplify it. And in, in my 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 thing is is when someone says, have you heard of this band? Right. And they go, yes, I have. Yeah. Well, that means something worked. That means you've done something right. Right. I mean, when you say work, work, work real hard, there's a level of honesty that if you're throwing down that honesty and you're giving it to people and it is true and honest that's going to work yeah but on the other side of it if you're some like a band that is is faking it for a lesser you know better if you're faking it and you're trying to do all these things that are great ideas
1: yeah it's not going to work and it's not going to work and and i find the approach is so key absolutely i get so many here's my song listen to it yeah no delete yeah. I don't want to listen and to And that's it, what I liked know?
0: about that Dearly Bereft band. Right. They came right to my live show. I was trying an experiment to see if I could do a live podcast. Yeah. Turns out it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in Up Walks, Mike, he goes, hi, I play in a band. Uh, and I'm like, that's cool. And he came because he, he, he knew Cam. Yeah. And then I've known Cam for years. Right. So we became friends like, you know what I mean? It very That's how fast it worked. Yeah. And I liked his um, his approach because he took the energy and the effort to come and sit in this kind of a, well, it wasn't really a train wreck. Cam has assured me that it was it was enjoyable. I, my eyes saw train wreck. So, but, but uh, you know what? That- these That's days, my just go for it. Yeah, yeah. Just and go for we it. We kind of went for it. And I might do another one again, but not Absolutely this do another one. Yeah, but it was frightening. But at the same time, it was scary. I was way outside of my comfort level. Right. I'm used to playing on a stage with a bunch of other people. You yeah. Know? And that seems comforting. But when I'm there and I'm running the show and I'm recording it and I'm talking, I was like, first of all, two things. I'm going to hire a person to run that part. And I'm just going to worry about this part. Right. Which is just talking. Because then, then it became luckily it worked out like we salvaged it but it was like it was a frightening thing you know? oh yeah
1: well me and cam do this live feed on yeah. facebook every thursday yeah right as lo-fi india as possible yeah and uh it, it's it's hilarious like we just sort of sit and talk stuff you know what you should right?
0: do reverse that banner
1: oh well it's it's all the camera <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah, right it's true, yeah it, it's 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 like Yeah like there's a bunch of things like Talk about branding Oh yeah
0: Well <laughs> It's what's uh, I deemed
1: <laughs> Yeah right Well well, the thing is Is it's like uh, You know Talking about that kind of stuff right Like yeah. the tech and this and that We're just kind of like You know what uh, and, and this is what I feel uh, With a lot of things too With bands and stuff right Um, Kind of like To kind of segue into a bit of a story on it It's like Say if I t- book a band And I say hey You know, at Thursday, July 30th, I'll have you play a show at this venue. Well, who else is playing? Oh, I don't know yet, Mm -hmm. right? Well, how much is a cover? Well, we'll figure that out when we know the bands and stuff. Mm -hmm. But tell people you're playing.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: A lot of them will go, oh, I'll I'll tell them when I know the other stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, why? What are you waiting for? Just go for it. That's stupid. Yeah. So we could work out all the bugs in three weeks, Mm -hmm. right? Or we could just do it. Yeah, right. And you know, it's 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 crazy. Like we just like it's hilarious. If you saw our setup, you'd laugh, mm-hmm. right? Because we're doing it off my phone, sure, right? Yeah, and we've got a tripod and all this, yeah, yeah. right. Well, classy. But the thing is, <laughs> is it has to face this way so we know what's going on. Yeah, it's so everything's read reversed. Into it. Yeah, right. Yeah. And and the other thing too is with the live feed. At first, when I was doing it, I would turn my phone sideways and right. it would be fine. But now it actually turns the video sideways too. Yeah. But the thing is, it's live. Yeah. So you don't, you can't work these bugs out because no. it's live. So you just got to go for it. Yeah. You go, whatever. And, and um, you know, so we're just kind of like, well, we'll try this, something different next week and whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, and I swear, every time either Camera or myself go out somewhere, somebody talks to us about our video. Yeah. And what was said in the video it was really, it's really weird.
0: It is, you know, and like, yeah, and it goes. It's weird. And it, well, because it's live, that's the yeah. thing that gets people jazzed because, like, I'm in the room with you. Like, I watched the announcements for um, Emmy nominations. Right. And somebody was in the, in the little audience when they were n- announcing the before people, you could see people, t- it was a press junket, and people were like, chuck, 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 and I'm watching it on Periscope as it's happening. Yeah. And I was like, this is awesome. Like right, this I'm here. I'm with this guy. You know? Yeah,
1: but it's hilarious. Like, I was last night, I was at this Steinway Tesla event, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I uh, got to test drive one of the Tesla cars and stuff. It was mm-hmm. really cool. But, you know, I get there, and sure enough, uh, you know, somebody I know, mm-hmm. but he comes up to me, man, what you said today in the video is really cool. Those things are really cool. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, you watched it? And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I watch it every week. Yeah, yeah, And they're yeah. like, really? Yeah. This is, like, we're yeah. just... To us, it's kind of like we're just doing it, yeah, right, and uh with no pretense, yeah. no plan, like we kind of just say, well, let's sort of yeah like. We talk about what we did last week what we're going to do this week what's happening yeah do you have uh,
0: a taste there's one where you had the yeah the drink test and yeah, like, yeah bringing in the little review on that i mean it's
1: yeah well we're trying a different craft beer every week yeah and like well i'm a cider guy so yeah. i do a cider and cam does a different craft beer yeah and it's ontario based yeah. right so we're talking about ontario companies yeah and stuff but yeah it's it's uh it's crazy the stuff that's going on and i remember like some of them like when you're doing it live, it'll show who's watching or, and stuff. It's like, um, and, and we, we've tested the other thing too, is we're testing, like we'll do it on my page and then the indie week page. And Mm -hmm. like on my page, I got 5,000 people and, and over a thousand followers on top of that. And when we did it there, it's like, Oh, there's a guy in Australia. There's a guy in Japan. There's Mm -hmm. UK, there's Ireland, there's Nova Scotia, there's Alberta, there's BC. Yeah. There's the States like in 20 minutes, we kind of hit international... Exactly.
0: And it's your <laughs> show. And it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, so. definitely. And the thing that was just true is with podcasts, I tried some live podcasts and I had some good services and some great feedback. They weren't... I think I could have worked at it more, but it was my friend Kyle and I. Right. He'd be in Hamilton, I'd be here, and I'd be taking all the audio and streaming just the audio out. Right. And people could listen to it on iTunes because it you could just put the little packet Right. from these from, um, like nice casts. Right. And it would land it as an internet radio station and people could listen to it. It was fun to do, but same thing, harrowing. Cause you're oh, like, yeah. like, you're like, oh, um, that's why they have crews of people that do stuff like this. Oh, yeah. Because if you got comfortable with it, then, okay, maybe if I did, because I, we were doing it, I think we were doing it like every month for like the first six months of the podcast. And it was super fun. And we were good. And then life got a hold of us. and We were just too busy. Right this is where i mean you guys hold the staying power like this and and cranking out podcasts every week that's enough you know oh yeah you
1: know, you well, know. well we're we i said like let's keep this as simple as possible yeah i i say it almost it's as stupid as possible these rooms right? grow <laughs> oh yeah the bar's low well well it's funny because uh even last night you know, my friend was saying, "Oh, well, you know what you guys should do? You should maybe have a somebody come in and play a song." And you, I'm like,
0: "You go to him you go, you know what you
1: should do? No. Do your own fucking show." <laughs> <laughs> well, I basically kind of did. Yeah, I, I exactly. I just was like, "No, man, why would I complicate it? Yeah. Our whole thing is it's simple." Simple. Exactly. Right? And and I'm like, "You're talking to me about it, which means it's, it's working." It's working. So, yeah.
0: You're telling me to change it? Yeah. I'll take constructive criticism to the point where um Somebody, because when I first started this, someone would say, you got to stop saying that you're new at it. I'm like, okay, I'll take that. Yeah, I'll I'll understand that. Then somebody would say, start giving advice about how to do a podcast. I'm like, Mm. where's your podcast? Right? This is mine. I made this out of nothing. You know what I mean? Like, this is my baby, you know? And when you start getting into the uh, nuts and bolts of it, it's a craft just like everything else. And you get your little... And maybe I should be receiving information. There's certain people that I will take advice from. Right, yeah. Like, Cam, he's right over there. Like, I would take advice from him in a heartbeat. Cam's amazing. He's amazing. But when it's somebody who um, is, like, giving their advice on what they like in podcasts, well, I'm not making that podcast for you. And I've always said that this is never an agenda-based podcast. Right. You know, I've never had, like, I've had conversations with people who are religious Right. Who I would never in tell them that they're wrong. You know, it's just mellow people talking. Yeah, we're just talking. We're talking and, and whatever opinion you have, I'm not here to argue right with your opinion. Yeah. You know? And that is I think the agendaless approach to the thing. Well
1: that's kinda how we like me and Cam like Cam really likes it loose and yeah. I'm kinda like,
0: Well, we gotta say certain things. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And and uh like really all we wanna do is get the message out. Mm-hmm. And you know, what we find is it, sometimes it's like, okay, cool. We've got to announce this. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody has to write, do the write up. We have to make sure that we have the tweets written and what's the yeah. hashtag. Yeah. And uh, well, we better put it in Mailchimp and make it a newsletter, and it mm. should get on the website as a post. And it's like, wow, this is going
0: to take a week. <laughs> This is going to take a week to get this out here. This is the first week. I forgot. I couldn't get a poster up because usually I do a poster every middle right. of the week yeah. to advertise the Monday release. Right. And I'm. It's Friday. I haven't even edited the podcast oh. yet. So I, you know, like I, I've, I've been religiously working at this thing, you know, and it's yeah. the same thing. It'll take you all week to get that together, and but then you you go live. That's, the That's different it. thing. So you've already created like my big fault is I couldn't get my social stuff figured out before we'd go. We were like, hey, what you doing tomorrow? Uh, let's do a live show. Like, okay. Right. And we're like, okay, it's going to be okay, I guess. And then I'd be constantly like three computers going, trying to tell people, hey, this show's live now, you know? Yeah. You know, and I have to actually, compl- like, thank you for every, I think every other week you put a tweet up about the Cam episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's. Yeah, well, we, we, uh, we well, th- hey, that's a great episode. Like, <laughs> Cam's awesome.
0: Yeah. Like. Yeah. Uh, But that's a thing, you know, know. there's 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 two people working together for equal reasons, because I've done interviews with bands and people who are like, who've done nothing to help me out. Right. And I've done everything in my possible because we're talking. I'm trying to promote you and your person. Well, you know, so it just I'm not saying purposely go out and try to tweet stuff, but I mean to do nothing. Well, this is this is
1: kind of going back to, like, you know, where I think some of the bands take the, the promotion side for granted. Yeah. And I'm old school in that sense, mm-hmm. right? Um, You know, uh, reciprocal is a big thing. Mm-hmm. But it's also part of what actually is the community. Like, that's what Edmonton kind of was based Absolutely. on, right? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, you know, back then it was hilarious. Like, I really hate your band, but I'm here. Yeah. And we're going go to party together and have a great time. Sure. Like, Edmonton was like, crazy town like it's this there's a lot of bars and drinking and stuff right and and but we that's what it was right and you know it's uh it's that kind of thing where you know it's called like online it's called social for a reason so it's kind of give and take and we're all in this together a little bit and you know it's good for everybody yeah um and i think you know a lot of it is a me generation right now where yeah. they don't get that yeah. as much.
0: you were reading my mind there for a second. Cause I was you thinking know? the exact same thing is that people, it should be when you're giving information, it should be for people, not about there's a certain way of delivering your message. Yeah. And a lot of people deliver it in a way of like, I had such a shitty day at work today. Uh, hashtag gun in oh, yeah. mouth or something well, i'm guilty like, of all that yeah too. yeah <laughs> okay no but but, but i yeah. mean that's that there's like the right and wrong way to kind of like you know you know there's the people put those empty weird facebook posts like uh, are you all right like should i go to your house like i think i need right. to come over and make sure that you're not like you know yeah <laughs> so yeah
1: but, um it's it's a um, it is this weird me generation and and i think yeah. I got caught up in some of that too, a few years ago, a bit like all the social stuff. Like I didn't experiment on Facebook. It's like, well, what's the limit?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I found out 5,000 cause I hit it. Yeah, Right. And and it's, it's crazy. Like, yeah. and, and then, uh, like I, I'm a, again, that's where the geek side of thing comes yeah. in and like, well, can we do this? And yeah. what does this mean? And what if I post this and what's the reaction? Yeah, and, yeah. So, so you can
0: play, you can massage it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm
1: experimenting all the time, but, um, you know th- like uh i on when i was doing websites and stuff i was a freelancer yeah right It's really stupid like like um you know i said the band that moved here broke up mm-hmm. and uh i joined another band and then i ended up quitting hmv where i was working and i had no income zero and so i i went to the government and like you know if you quit a job you can't get ui so i was i said like well i quit my job cuz my singers Creating a record label and I'm going to be an A&R rep for that but that didn't happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So give me a UI. (laughs) So I got UI, right? (laughs) And then halfway through UI, I was like, shit, this is going to run out, isn't it? What other twist can I play here? And uh, so I did some research and it's like, if you are in school while you're on UI, they will extend it. So I'm like, I better get in school somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) So then I found out oh, UI will pay for your school.
0: Whoa. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So I'm like, I need to learn how to do CD covers and posters because...
0: Graphic design, yeah. yeah. That's your being A&R guy, right? Right. So <laughs> so I
1: did I did a desktop publishing, a three-and-a-half-month yeah. course, UI extended, of course, yeah. during it, right? I was broke. Like, uh, I couldn't afford TTC. Mm-hmm. Like, I could afford... Uh, I could either take TTC to school and walk home, mm-hmm. or I'd walk there. Like, I was broke Broke, broke. Mm-hmm. But I was intense. Like, like I'm pretty much. If I'm doing something, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. So, going leading up to the the course, I went to the library and I took out the manual for Photoshop, for Cork Express, for Illustrator, and the Mac manual, mm-hmm. and I read them all without a computer. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like this is what preferences means and this is like a file and you menu. Probably hadn't
0: touched the computer really at that point. Like not for a long time. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like yeah. like I long time ago. But so I read them all as manuals. Mm-hmm. And then when I was taking the course, I would tape record the instructor and then we'd have like a three hour work period after and like I would literally put headphones on and do the class instruction again mm-hmm. walk home listening to it fall asleep listening to it walk there listening to it it is intense and yeah oh, yeah, <laughs> i'm an intense guy mm-hmm. so then the next day i'd be like i've got this i've already done this like yesterday's class four times in my head yeah right and so uh at the same time i was uh volunteering for a, a restaurant and food talk 640 show every sunday morning so i'm a broke musician this is a restaurant and food show that means free food. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's so awesome. So, so every Sunday morning, 6 o'clock, I would... TTC up there and meet all these restaurants and I would eat great. Like yeah, come yeah. home with leftovers because yeah. they were cooking on the show. And yeah. and then during the week at times, uh, there'd have to be a, like a tasting. So the host of the show would take me along sometimes. Yeah, They take pity on the broke musician, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You play it up yeah. just a little bit, right? Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, I'm so hungry.
1: Right. <laughs> and and so so the thing is, is at the show, I would go... Uh, like, you know, I'm in the green room with the guests and like, so what do you do? Oh, I'm volunteering. Well, what do you do outside of this? Well, I'm taking a desktop publishing course. And they're like, oh, well, actually we need some graphics done. Mm-hmm. Here's my card. And I'm like, but I don't know it yet. Yeah. So every Monday morning I would go into school with a stack of business cards and go to the instructor and go, here's some clients.
0: Yeah.
1: And he's like, what? Yeah, I, these people all said they need something. I don't know this yet, but... Yeah. Here you go. You, you can, can make some money. Oh, it's so cool, yeah. Right. And and uh it was a very interesting thing because after two weeks after the course, and this is only a three and a half month course, mm-hmm. I got freelance work for the first time. It came to me. They called me. Yeah. And I'm like, like, so it was uh Viz Tech, and they had called the school and asked, Hey, is there a student that we could hire to help out? And and the thing I found was and, and, and here's the interesting part was, uh, like, I still freelance, mm-hmm. not as much, yeah. right? But I've never had a resume or portfolio. I kind of tried, but you get up so busy, you can't keep it up to date. Yeah. And then technology changes, and it looks dated and looks like crap. So I just said, I'm not doing it, mm-hmm. right? Because I'll do all this stuff. And all my work was phone calls. Hey, I hear you do Photoshop. Yeah. Hey, I hear you do websites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I was busy, yeah. right? And then I actually ended up teaching at the school. They asked me back, and I ended up teaching there, and then I ended up teaching at Humber and Travis yeah. and yeah. all this stuff. And every single thing has been word of mouth. Yeah. Every single thing. And so I know this is a long story. No, no, it's good, but, yeah. But uh, the, 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 the root of it is is I helped the instructor get work.
0: And that turned into... And turn it and, reciprocal. Absolutely, networking. Right, and you make you make your history. You make your you make your career. Absolutely, you know. Never. Sometimes it comes to you, but it doesn't come to you until you throw it out there that you're gonna give it back. I, you know, I'm so yeah. like it's so funny. I I so many instances in my brain where I'm like, yeah, I've kind of done the same thing, and it never always works out. Uh, never no, always.
1: No, not always. Sometimes
0: but, it does. Most of the time, it doesn't.
1: But my whole Freelance career was based off of me giving business cards to an instructor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, and, and also approaching the school. Like I was hardcore. Yeah. Like I got this. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Whatever you taught me yesterday. I've, I've sure. listed four times and all that. So, so when somebody called the school saying, hey. We need your best somebody. guy. Yeah. yeah.
0: You're that guy. That guy. Right. Yeah.
1: And then what ended up happening is, is I, I was really like my whole thing from the start was if you're not happy with any work. I will redo it and it won't cost any extra. Yeah. Anything. Mm-hmm. Right. And and so VizTech asked me back and then uh, a designer called VizTech saying, hey, do you know somebody? And I ended up working on Cadillac Fairview Annual Report, my second gig. Yeah. Right. And then, uh, you know, like that was really intimidating for me because I'm called in and it's like, I've got kind of a crappy portfolio that I made in school yeah. with which is not real work i just made stuff Mm -hmm. right and uh so i went into the interview and and i was like man i gotta deflect this somehow like i don't know what i'm doing Mm -hmm. right and so we're walking in and you know great shake hands and start sort of walking away and i like like to his office or whatever i'm like so what's the job because i'm like let's start talking now before we sit yeah 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 and and he's like, oh, well, we're doing, we've are got to do maps and Illustrator of the locations of all the malls and stuff. Oh, Illustrator. He's like, oh, you know Illustrator? Yeah, yeah, no problem. And he's like, oh, well, want to see an example? So he took me to a computer. So instead of talking about my resume and lack of... Now you're... I'm talking about the project. Yeah. Right? So this is where I sort of learned that t- type of negotiation. And I was like, okay, oh, so that's it? Yeah, this is no problem. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, we should probably like talk about like how, like how we're going to do this and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just said, look, how about you give me two maps to do. Right. I'll do it on the weekend and like no charge, nothing. Like I'm not worried about money. Yeah. And then you tell me if you like the work or not and hire me or not. He came back. Like I made sure they're great. Like mm-hmm. I, I worked hard on this. Right. Yeah, yeah. And he came back and he's like, wow, we weren't expecting this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely what do you want yeah. for a price now you write your own ticket well and i didn't even know what it was like i was mm-hmm. like what do i charge per hour i don't know yeah. so instead i was like i'm going to charge per map because at least if i like i had to make 45 maps i think it was yeah. right 40 or 50 and then if i had a number on it i knew how much i was making and compared to being a broke musician i'm like that's a damn good wage yeah absolutely yeah. in in the digital world it might be a low wage But to my world, it was awesome. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So to him, he's like, wow, this is a great deal. Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. I just, what I did is I worked on trying to get it so I could do four of those maps in an hour. Mm -hmm. So instead of one an hour, that'd be a certain wage. Mm -hmm. I could like make my wage down. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I did is I I work on the systems to make that happen. And it was great. Yeah. Uh, but then they referred me to somebody and so on. Right. And, uh, then
0: from there, you can kind of catch the industry. Because it sounds like the industry part of it, were like the actual goods and services part of it, were like, well, I don't know. Like it, you had a talent on how to, how to operate.
1: But A little bit. I was making it up as I go. Yeah. And it just, yeah. it, like, this is a part of it too, is uh, I think part of playing the game, they say, and this is in music too, mm-hmm. show confidence, mm-hmm. right? I can do this. I got this. Yeah. Don't worry. But then you have to deliver and try to over-deliver to make sure they're happy yeah and 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 me saying if you're not happy i'll redo it mm-hmm. gives them at least confidence to try me
0: and not the other guy and you're not losing out because the other guy is like yeah no problem yeah yeah I right? know you're showing the fact that you're not prone to perfection but at the same time you want it oh yeah that's i'm big. committed already it's a big thing right because yeah i always said in this industry you can if someone's pissed off of you for screwing up you say well i tried yeah, I tried my that hardest. Doesn't, it, except in music, that doesn't. I know you're fired. <laughs> when I'm a tour manager, and someone says, "Hey, you didn't get the band on stage," well, I tried. Yeah, then not good enough. It's a good deflection, though. It's like, <laughs> yeah, because they like you're willing to show your your totally. weakness at the point. And you're like, "Yes, you're right. You're right." Right, but I. But I, I just don't. find in the music business, they're not forgiving a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: who's going to get fired over this? But it's the other you know?
0: idea. Like, as a tour manager. There's a there's a relationship you create, you know, and a yeah. lot of things you're saying is I can resonate on because it's, you know, I'm not the most awesome tour manager ever, but I've been busy for 28 years doing Absolutely. it. we 25 years now doing stuff like that. I'm not amazing. I'm doing something right, you know. You you know there Absolutely. has to be something like well, and that's where the confidence gets built. There's like well, listen, work comes around, it goes away. It it, it all has a reason. And, and, and if you can stick around in this business for 10 years and, and keep working at it, you're doing something right. You get cred. Yeah, absolutely. Right? You know, the gray hair works a lot. Oh, man. Where I work right <laughs> now, people are like, oh, let's ask him. He's got gray hair. You know he's always talking I'm about I'm not going to argue with that guy. I don't know what I'm doing. I'll yeah. try. Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: well, it's funny. Like, uh, throughout all of that, and I think it's been about eight years, right? Uh, like, uh, I've, I've gone through a number of clients and whatnot, and ended up with Live Nation as a client. Mm-hmm. which is like, okay. Now MCA
0: my concerts, right. Got bought by live nation. Is that how that worked out? Was it MCA to live nation? Uh, I can't remember.
1: Is it clear channel? I think clear channel, channel was involved there. Somewhere. oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, know. So, I don't know anymore. So, um, but like live nation is like huge, the thing. Yeah. Right. So like I get this call on a Monday and you know, like I said, I don't have a resume or anything. I like, everything's been word of mouth, including mm-hmm. this. And, uh, it was a Monday morning. I get a call and it's like, hey, I hear you do Photoshop and web stuff. Yeah. Do you have a resume? No. Uh, do you have a portfolio online or anything I can look at? No. Do you have anything that you can send us? Nope. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. and, okay.
1: <laughs> and they're like, he's like, but you can do this stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, are you available because it's like due tomorrow? Mm-hmm. I'm like, sure. I'll I'll do this. Yeah. Right. And in my, in, inside I'm freaking out. Cause this like mm. being a musician. Right. And like, I've been doing websites for like industrial heating yeah. and like just sure. real boring yeah. stuff. Right. Yeah. To get a music gig. It's a deep stuff. Yeah. I'm just like, this is awesome. Yeah. Right. I'll do whatever it takes to get this gig. And, mm. and I'm in my head. I'm also thinking as a freelancer, like if I could just work with these guys for a year, then that actually looks good on a portfolio. If sure. I ever had one. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And, uh, so anyways, uh, it was doing uh, fan club cards to be sold in Walmart. So designing them and uh, building the micro website for it, right? So first day is like, I only have one day to deliver, like, mm-hmm. what it looks like and stuff, right? And
0: when was this? Like, what year era? your era? Eight like, years ago? Yeah, Nine so years mid, ago? Mid-2000s, early 2000s. Something like yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah. Web 2.0 hadn't really...
1: Oh, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and uh, so... I'm like, I really want this gig. Yeah. So I built a website to present the oh, examples. My- <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> I got a story for you. Too, right. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: so it's like they're they're like next day. So can you send over the examples? Oh, just click this link. And they're like, what? I just it just it's a way to present it. Just you know, and then, you know, hovering over and it shows option A and B yeah, and. Yeah. The, all these different things and stuff. And they're like, well, oh, you built this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, cool. Got the gig. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. so it was, and for me, I'm like, like when they sent me the assets that on the Monday, like, yeah. Hey, make these cards. I'm like, there's a David Bowie picture. There's like rolling stones and like, I'm doing stuff like associated to these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is amazing. It's I'm big f- stuff. freaking out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, uh, so it was a micro website fan club card. It was called. And, uh, and then the next thing was they called and, like, and um, uh, he basically is like, Hey, okay. So it looks like they they got another go- gig for us. Mm-hmm. So like, essentially what it is, is a, a freelance uh, creative director was looking for a guy to do the digital work for him. So he's freelancing too. So th- I've got a sourcing? business partner in yeah, this yeah. then. Right. Yeah. And he's the one that talks to live nation. Right. Yeah. And, and so it's like, well, they, we've, we've been offered another gig and uh, they want to do a conference call. And uh, it was like all of a sudden a conference call with India and LA with a lot of the top people and stuff. And uh, it was to create the VIP nation website. I'm like, this is the second gig. And it's like, they just handed me a whole website to do top to bottom. Yeah. And it was just a crazy massive deadline and all this stuff. It was it was like eight months of crazy hell yeah right and but then you know we've done a lot of stuff for them over the years and uh uh we rebranded the company and it was crazy like i'm in my condo working and and uh you know i'm talking to my business partner he's like you know a lot of new york like firms and companies would kill for this right now and like we rebranded live nation Like, so if you ever see, like, there's a little ticket logo, buy tickets at and stuff. So I did that, right? So it was crazy. Like, again, I'm a musician that was broke. Yeah. Now I'm doing like the world's largest promoter. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, this is, I got to have a portfolio now. I still don't have one. (laughs) It's hilarious. I still just want to relate this. This all just came from giving business cards out. Yeah, helping, yeah. Like I, I have this theory of you help others. Yeah. And and I helped other people get work too. Right. But it ended up being like, if I've helped like eight people, Yeah, I kind of have eight sales agents where if they hear of an opportunity, it yeah. comes my way. Yeah. And yeah. that's what all of this was built on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Who said those so, things
0: weren't worth getting from Kinko's?
1: Well, you know, it's it's the help others and you never know what it'll come back but it'll yeah. come back oh yeah and that's why so many people in this business i hate the phrase is it worth it mm-hmm. and it just stops all business at that point yeah. yeah and 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 so uh so that's what that's all built off yeah. of right including everything i do today yeah, yeah. you know yeah. so anyways so your story
0: in my town of uxbridge we have our pizza pizza we have our little caesars we have our dominoes but then we have canada pizza house right best pizza i've had bar none any pizza in town maybe in the surrounding areas i've had pizza in other countries that are delicious right so i religiously buy pizza from this pizza place and i thought do you guys have a website and you're like no Mm. no website i was like because the guy would order it and he would tick off the toppings like on the piece of paper yeah and you get that piece of paper with your ticky ticks and then they'd open it and show you i said Because people do things now where you just go online, you can just click, click the, and then you get this little readout, and they're like, and it's you can do it through iPads, you can do it through your phone, you get notification. You're like, and I had no idea that there was, but I'm pretty sure because I was pretty confident with WordPress at the time. It's got to be a plugin. Sure enough, yeah, there's this called Pizza, it's (laughs) it's like a plugin for WordPress. So I thought, you buy a little extra so you can actually make your own pizza, but everything, you know what I mean? It's all there packaged for you. So Absolutely. I said, so he goes, okay, well, what do you, I need a guy to do graphics. And I knew I wasn't strong enough to do graphics. So I'm like, we'll tell you what I'll do. Give me a day or two. I'll come back with a, with something for you. I wrote a proposal based on my friend, Steve said, you need to have a proposal. Like whatever you're going to give them, you need to write it down and tell them what you're going to give them. I right. Said, so that makes sense to me. So I write down my proposal. Then I, uh, I, I go to the pizza place and I built a website called Canada Pizza House. I think it's whatever. It's like a subdomain, something from Hostinger I got for free, where you can order a pizza that has their branding on it and everything like that. And I said, there it is. And they, they didn't pull the trigger because I said, I don't want a monthly fee to do it. I want it per pizza sold. So if you sell a pizza through my system, I'll host the website. Every time you sell a pizza, I want X amount of money. Right. And I'm like that sounds like a win-win thing to me, right? Yeah. He wouldn't pull the trigger cuz wow. he's so used to ticking a little piece of yeah, paper yeah. he didn't couldn't see that well Domino's has that. Don't you want to fight with Domino's and Pizza Pizza cuz your pizza's amazing. You could actually make this and he had like four other stores around. Right. So I thought I was like I see this this is centralized. Happening. This is happening, yeah. you know. But he wouldn't he wouldn't go for it. So
1: well, it's funny because I order from Pizza Pizza because of their website, it's yeah. so easy to use. Yeah,
0: and I have a friend in Regina, Zen, who has his own artisan pizza. He's Zen from Mrs. Svensson. Oh, okay. You remember Mrs. Svensson? They were a uh, band around those times. Oh yeah. He was the singer. He he makes amazing pizza, and I pitched him the pizza idea because he might actually go to a brick and mortar place. Right. He makes them out of his house. Um, so so like you say, like I'm I'm tuning into your entrepreneurship because that's what it is. You're that's you're, all you're is. making your own destiny you yeah. know and when when music sort of doesn't become that part of fulfilling you move on and then you find other things and it's all about art and creativity and i mean we haven't even talked about you know indie week <laughs> or, or what you actually do with the other this. stuff yeah it's um you're a busy busy guy i feel we should probably just turn it, turn this into a two-parter because it sounds like you know i know you probably got some stuff to do and it's it's been really
1: uh I- It's Uh, been really. I love talking this stuff. Yeah. Me and Cam, this is the thing. We have great energy. Um, Working with Cam has been so rewarding already, and uh, we're just getting started. Mm -hmm. But we're always talking like stories and like relating to like you know concepts. Yeah, yeah. We could try this. Yeah. Like like it's 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 awesome. Yeah. I'm all
0: about the concepts because I love coming up with solutions to things. My big thing now is 3D printing. I don't know if you're.
1: I'm, I, I need to figure this stuff out I just don't have the time But it looks amazing
0: and crazy at the same time And scary it's, I can't, <laughs> I, I, If you can see my face It's the most eye-opening, jaw-dropping Wow moment ever Like when oh. you see Even when I made the little calibration cube And it's making it out of plastic I'm like, I could be burnt at the stake I could oh. be called a witch if I do this right now
1: At South By, they were printing pizza yeah, they have that
0: too. That, <laughs> I'm like,
1: yeah, uh, is 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 this good for us? I yeah. don't know. I've been that actually scary.
0: I've been making. I'm possibly working for a band who are going to be playing live shows that I'll be recording and mixing. The first twenty four will be on a printed, three D printed tag. Oh, that wow. has the download code on the back part right. of it. So when you buy it from the merchandise table, you should walk away with something. Right. The first twenty four, because cool. it takes an hour per tag to make. Oh wow. Yeah. But that's that's a whole other thing, and it's funny when we're talking about entrepreneurship. That's me trying to make myself business for people that I. Oh yeah. Same idea, right? You know. Well, well, that's you know. we're still here.
1: Yeah. Well, the the whole help kind of concept, right? Was the like, if you want to segue a little bit or talk just sure. a little bit, but that's the reason why I started Indie Week mm-hmm. was help bands. Yeah. Like, and um, I was booking a club called the B Side, which was above Fez yeah, I remember Boutique. That. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I played there with the Surfers actually. Played drums with the Surfers for one show at B sides. Well, that might be where we I first think that's met. That's where we met, yeah.
1: Because I ended up managing Surfers for a while. Oh, you did? Yeah,
0: I recorded their Green album and the last album they did.
1: There. Okay, now it's coming together. Mm-hmm. Now it's starting to. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. They because it would have been they would have talked about you a lot, and mm-hmm. I, I probably just sort of met you that one time.
0: Possibly, yeah. Because right. Mikey broke his arm. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. Needed a drummer, so I ended yeah. up playing drums. You were managing them at that point? No, no. No, there was a guy from Loggerhead that was their manager at that time, mm. and he was an I, asshole. Yeah, I might have, <laughs> I I was after that then. For yeah, sure. you would have been because yeah, we, they they played B sides a lot.
1: Well, well, the reason was because I started managing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then I got them, like, a Jagger sponsorship. Yeah, with the trailer. Yeah. Trailer's still around, you know. Oh, man. That's
0: it's up at Dustin's house right now. <laughs>
1: Guaranteed.
0: It is. It's up there. I could. I, he used it the other day. He bought my console <laughs> off me, like, um, this summer. Yeah. Started and he took it up there in that car. Well, well, I
1: mean, there's a lot of stories with the surfers. Uh, yep.
0: <laughs> so. I don't have those type of stories. But, yeah, I mean, I recorded them in my house on the Green Album, and I recorded them at my studio and part yeah. of York University for their last album, yeah. Oh,
1: it was, yeah. The the, the I I, lo- I really relish those times. Those were fun times, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. So so um, I was booking at the B side, mm-hmm. and uh, I was playing in a band, and I remember like CMW North by like, and if you don't, if they the listeners don't know that the like Canadian Music Week and North mm-hmm. by Northeast, mm-hmm. uh, big festivals in toronto especially at that time they were kind of like the that's the industry if you oh, want yeah. access to the industry and it's all everything's a showcase and stuff oh right? yeah but it was weird because they weren't really accepting a lot of local toronto bands at the time that were doing really well it was all who you knew kind yeah, of right? yeah right and uh so i just sort of said there's a lot of us that should be in this so you know what I'm just going to start a festival and showcase the bands that didn't get in and should be in. Right. <laughs> and and then I wanted it to be a showcase, like, cause at CMW or North by the hard part was, is like, Hey, I'm playing at the bovine. You want to come? And it's like, Oh, there's the universal party down the street and there's the agency group party. And there's the BMG party. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and like all the industries at industry, not checking out emerging artists. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, so right off the bat, I had a like a competition element and this is like, we started a long time ago. This is before like battle of bands kind of stained that a bit, mm-hmm. but it was just to say, Hey, I'm going to get three industry guys in the room to see your band. So it is a showcase. Mm-hmm. Right. And you don't know if it's going to be a manager, a label, a promoter, a, a booker, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it might, even if you're not like voted as the top band they might still work with you because sure. they like you. Yeah. Or just to get to know your name. Yeah. And that was it. That yeah. was all it was. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, there's so much politics around it. It's hilarious. Like the first five years were, were really grassroots and like, it was a hobby. Like I wasn't trying to do a business. I wasn't sure. trying to just, it's like me and the hit record on Facebook live. Yeah. And it was just like, just I just do this. Not, yeah. Booking
0: six clubs. That's not that hard. Yeah, And you can, you can determine the level of, of, work put into it you have the gauge oh man you can do as much as you want <clears throat>
1: and and so so that's all it was was just to help bands mm-hmm. right and uh it was, it was so funny like the attitudes that i came across and had to go through and mm-hmm. you know oh you can't do that and oh i can't believe you're trying to do this and you know a lot of people go like oh you're C- like cmw and i'm like no we're different mm-hmm.
0: oh so then you're like north by yeah. no we're different no we're not an international like yeah. festival, it's just something to keep it in. Well, we are international
1: now. Yeah, of course, but but, but it's grown to that right organically, and uh, it, yeah, it was just really meant to help bands and um, you know, Battle of Bands kind of started. So then people start like like this is why the first five six years is like oh so you're a Battle of Bands. I'm like well, it's not really the intention. Yeah, uh, but we wanted to reward an artist that we thought hey if we can give them a leg up because they deserve it. Yeah. Right. And uh you know p- there was uh, a few contests out there where like oh winner of this gets $25,000 worth of stuff. And when you right. see worth of stuff it usually means nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Right? And then oh here's a $100,000 worth of stuff. Yeah. Right? And yeah. bad experiences all around. Yeah. So then that people started reflecting that on us and I'm like no no, you know. So a band from Ireland had come over in 2007 and they were voted top act and I started managing them. And so I'd going to Ireland back and forth and all of a sudden there's, wow, there's so many great bands in Ireland. And then we thought, how do we make this connection and stuff? So we ended up doing Indie Week in Ireland. And then I was like, you know what? I bet if I went to any band that played Indie Week in Canada and I said, do you want to go to Ireland and I'll pay for it?
0: They'd all say yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say the second part. Maybe yeah. I yeah, yeah. It, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. uh,
1: but uh, yeah, I just sort of thought which band would say no. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And and then I thought this is what's going to get us out of like uh, recording time. You get to talk to this promoter. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the prizes back in the day was they would put a value on you talking to somebody yeah. as like mentorship. Sure. And most of the time, it was them trying to sell you more
0: time. Like, oh, well, yeah, the recording studio enough. scam, man. Believe me, I had so many people calling me up saying, would you like to give studio time away? It'd be good promotion for your studio. And I'm like, yeah. you can sell your time to them after. And I'm like, no.
1: Yeah. No well, we've said no to so many of those companies. Yeah. Like, a lot of people, like, studios are like, hey, well, I want to record or something. I'm like, you know. Like we, we've we've worked with some studios that are very reputable mm-hmm. and it was more on like mastering or like they've already have a finished product and, and yeah. such. So, but but we just sort of figured, you know what? I think a great prize or award for a band is to be able to go to a different market and showcase there. But no matter what, what tends to happen is, is all the local people just go, oh, you went to Europe? Sure. And then there's a whole different... Yep.
0: Level there, right? and the B side to that is that people over there said, "Wait a minute, you just traveled five thousand kilometers on a plane to come over and see see us." That's right, just our little town. That's I mean, it. believe me, how many times I've been to Europe and just this thirty year old dude traveling through Europe, where people are like, "Thank you for coming to our little town in Germany. That's very nice of you to do that. We love your band. Absolutely, it had nothing to do with the music. The fact that you made the effort to right get over there, you know, yeah. And
1: and we've had some bands go over and nothing happened. Sure, but we look at it as like it's experience. Yeah. But we're, we're like, there's two levels. I look at it. One, that's not our job. Mm-hmm. We got you there.
0: Yeah. It's your, it's your job to impress. Yeah.
1: You need to impress. You need to reach out to people. Yeah. Like how many radio stations did you talk to? Did yeah. you, did you hire a promoter? Sure. Or, I mean, a publicist, right. Or have you invited labels to your show? Or, like, have you done that work? Yeah. 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 Right. Absolutely. And, uh and then the other thing is, is like, I also kind of like in the bigger picture is like part of life, you know, how many bands are really going to make it. Right. But to be able to kind of go back
0: later in life and go, yeah, man, I went to Europe and an impact made for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, Mark Spicklock, right? Absolutely. Mark was my assistant at my recording studio. And at the time I would take trips out to Vancouver and back recording bands in their basements. Right. Another entrepreneurial thing that I would make from meeting through bands that I worked with Mark said, uh, I want to do that. I said, well, you have a van? He goes, yeah, my parents have a van. I said, well, if, you, <laughs> if your parents let me take your van with my gear in it, you can come and you can meet all the bands that I'm recording. Right. And then he built a network of people just by coming along on the trip. Yeah. And where is he now? Look at him. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's one well, of the... That's know, how
1: the, underground operations
0: came about. I was right? pretty tight with that, too, at the very beginning of yeah. that. Um yeah, I didn't say there was I don't think there was a falling out, but I just think there was just a just a difference cuz I would record all the underground operations band at the early part of it like Plaza wow. Monster, um Maryland's Vitamins, yeah. um uh Rob with the Stiffs, Rob yeah. Moyer. Um uh, and then and my my bandmate Al Shaw who used to play in a band called Two Line Filler, he would master it. Okay. So he had the first mastering suite in an an apartment at Broadview and Danforth. That was his mastering nice. suite. Nice. Yeah. What it was in his bedroom basically so he would do all the mastering i do the recording and uh we did a lot of stuff like the early protest the hero stuff which was called plant the bomb at the time and right so i was very kind of tight with that and then it sort of he just it just sort of he just moved in different directions and that's what he he does well you know business more business it was about business at that point yeah and being so close to him as a friend I think he did the right thing by just moving into a direction that said, "I'm going to work with people that are business-minded." You're you're kind of
1: forced at a certain point to do that. Mm -hmm. Like I know, like last five years, we've been forced to do that with Indie Week, Mm -hmm. right? And and to survive, you need partnerships. Yeah, and um, you know, like this year, like we haven't announced all our partnerships, but. You know, I can say like, you know, we're working with Pop Montreal. Mm-hmm. We're working at a festival in UK called Focus Wales. Mm-hmm. We're talking to a couple of places in the States for next year, possibly South America, possibly Japan. Right. Right. And and the thing is, is, you know, as you grow in a business, especially a band as well. Yeah. Right. There gets to be a point where you can't do it all yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And you rely on services and other people and whatnot to do things for you. Yeah. And it's really difficult as a business owner. And, and so so there's a bit of point where you have to get a thick skin. You kind of have to go, there's always going to be that target, and there's always going to be certain things. Mm-hmm. But you got to surround yourself with, other people that are moving in that direction with you yeah absolutely right? yeah and yeah
0: yeah and i think in my situation that after recording for 365 days of the week, of the of the year and 20 bands for no money you start getting a little jaded yeah and i can look back on those times and go yeah i was doing bad work why because i was overworked and yeah. i didn't i didn't have the smarts is what you're saying is bringing people in to my world that could possibly help me out and grow as a business. I was too yeah. egotistical to say, no, I can do this all by myself, you know? Well, we
1: all have that, yeah, you know,
0: and, yeah. and and like I'm guilty. And, and there's
1: also things where um, as a business owner, you're the one that cares the most for it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like, you know, like we've had some staff and stuff where it's like, they don't have the same vision necessarily. Like yeah. they're, they're just working and That's getting paid. That's a tricky
0: paid. thing to try and engineer you know? is trying to get together is the chemistry of people that are all working together is one, Yeah, you know, and, and sometimes throwing a lot of money at that fixes that problem. In my opinion, sometimes there right?
1: isn't, there isn't, there's sometimes where I've thrown money at stuff and it's like, wow, this, this is work. worse. <laughs> this is like nothing happened. And now we've spent, x Money. number of dollars they yeah. can't hire someone else sure right and and uh
0: you don't necessarily have to go have pints with your no so-and-so person yeah as long as that person does what they're supposed to do properly that's it i mean it makes the christmas party a little boring
1: yeah but it- <laughs> and and a lot of people get into the this thinking hey it's this is all going to be fun yeah and work with bands yeah and, yeah and it's like no
0: it's a lot of drudge work I was talking to <laughs> Steve Bouchane from Bose All Natural. Okay, and uh, he's like, he has all his unhirable friends working with him. He says mm. he's having a scream, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of the opposite of what you're saying. Is like, but he does have all his friends and his family working in the business together. Yeah, and it's this perfect little ecosystem that he's engineered and built himself. And yeah. same idea, right? You're trying to b- build a mass of people that all could work together as one it's a team
1: absolutely and and the thing too it's tough is festival is it's seasonal yeah so like january yeah. february march april is kind of like crickets yeah you know slower yeah, yeah. um and, and also it's it's hard to sometimes envision okay this is what we're doing in 12 months let's start now yeah right yeah and, and, and uh you know, the hard part is, is like, you know, as a business owner, you've got a vision as to where you want to take things and how you want to do it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you've got to be really particular about it. Yeah. And and other people, they just, you know, kind of want to do it their way. And I'm like, unfortunately, mm-hmm. we got to be tight about this. And, and, mm-hmm. um, well, if you're conveying your
0: message, it's how you deliver the message to say, yeah. I'm in charge. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Cause there's, That's I, it. you know, I'm in a position where my job is like, you're the boss, go do boss stuff. And you're like, yeah what if I tell people and offend them? You know, I don't know what agreements are being made, you know? So I'm yeah. not saying that I'm being mismanaged, but at the same time, like I could really fuck up my career by getting into it with somebody, by telling them what I think is right. If I'm the boss then I should be able to think what I think is right. Yeah. That's not true. It's you to tough. To keep your mouth shut. <laughs> it's you know what I mean?
1: I, and, and like, you know, people go like, man, that guy's a dick. And I'm yeah. like, well, no, I just needed to be done a certain way and stuff. So, you know, like, I think there's something to be said, like you know, this, we're still here. Yeah, we grow every year, yeah. and uh, and uh, that's the hard part about the business is you gotta sometimes take some casualties along the way. Yeah, but but the it's no and like,
0: know. know where because you could say sky's the limit, let's go for it. But are you ready? No. and prepared for sky's the limit and everything is little steps and little increments. And once you get your platform figured out. Yeah, you built your base of your house, then you can build the rest of it.
1: And I'm guilty of all of those Mm -hmm. mistakes. As am I. Years 2008, 9, 10, 11, maybe? Sure,
0: sure. (laughs) I mean, a lot of people go through growing pains when they're trying to grow a business. They think, no, I can do this. We're ready. But it's naivety that says, I'm ready, but maybe not ready. Maybe you need to... I mean, uh, the the example I can create is the Rockfest in Montebello. Mm. When he went from a... 15,000-person festival to a 100,000-person festival over the period of a year and a half, like That's two crazy. years. That's crazy. And then all of a sudden, you like, there's water, piss, shit floating in the, in the... He just wasn't prepared. Yeah. What'd he do? Went and got Budweiser. Budweiser is a major supporter and the major sponsor of his, of his show. He realized, right. I need to put people in place. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like his mom paid me. When I was, at this, I was doing tour management for The Descendants, Oh his wow. mom paid me his dad was fixing the snow fence to stop people from going to the hotel. Like that was crazy. loose, right? Like, yeah. but now it's not loose. It's yeah. It's a thing. It's well, one of the biggest festivals in Canada.
1: Well, yeah. Like this, this started as a hobby. Mm-hmm. Like it was
0: same with him. It was started, not meant to be a thing. He started the thing he was just 17. He was like, I called yeah. him almost famous when I first met him. Cause he was just this kid. He was 21 years old. He's driving around the golf cart. I'm like, wait, this guy's in charge. Are you kidding me? Yeah. He's the most mellow guy ever too.
1: Oh yeah. No, like, like, you know, it was all volunteers at the start. And, you know, yeah. like we, none of us cared about money and mm-hmm. like I, nobody was making money, you know, yeah. and, and it was just paying for itself. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's it literally, this is the fifth year of a five-year business plan where we just said, okay, let's get mm-hmm. serious. And, mm-hmm. and we've grown so much in those five years. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty, pretty incredible. What, uh, what can happen when you sort of, get things down on paper and really go, this is what we're doing. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. Well, that's lessons to be learned right there. I, mean, I yeah. think that's probably a good way to, to end off. I know. Eh? Cause it's, <laughs> you're right. You have to, you have to start with a plan, go with your plan. And If your plan doesn't work out, don't give up before the plans edit
1: along the way, edit along the you know? way. Yeah. And um, within
0: your reason, within your limits. Yeah. Cause a lot of people get to certain things like, um, there's a festival in Mount Albert. They canceled. Why? They just cut their losses and screw it. Right, they could have carried through and done this festival. They would have lost their shirt on it. Right, but they would have learned so much from it. Now, next year there won't be a Mount Albert Music Festival. Next year, why? Yeah, because they lost too much money. So you need to know your limitations if you need to go. Like, it's like being starting your own band. Yeah, how long are you gonna do it before it's like? Well, does it need to pay off? Not really. Okay, well now I can realize how much I want to be in this band now.
1: Yeah, well, for us it's. Like I said, I think it gives us a bit of credit that we're still here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in fact, I had a conversation last night with somebody about it, and it's like, how's Virgin Fest doing on the island? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's not there. <laughs> how's Edge Fest doing? Yep. Right? How How are all these other festivals? And a lot of it, they just went too big too soon. Yeah. Uh, the The city wasn't ready to support big festivals like that. Mm-hmm. Not enough people knew about that kind of stuff. Right. Right. And right now, it's like we're becoming a festival city. Yeah. Right. Where... And how
0: many people a year come through?
1: Come through like
0: bands and industry folks and oh, in Toronto? Yeah, or... just in Toronto. Oh
1: God, who knows? Yeah. Like everybody comes here. Yeah. Um, it's it's really crazy. Like in every weekend in the summer now, there's starting yeah. to be a festival somewhere. Yeah. Or if not three festivals. Yeah. Um, and I I I think it's educating the audience this is what's happening this is when it's happening this yeah. is where it's happening and and what it took a long time for me to learn is as a festival you only have one time in a year to educate those people mm-hmm. and then you have 12 months <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. And, and and so like like there's for instance like we would do a irish showcase at friday night at the hideout and it was mm-hmm. sold out every year yeah right and what turned around was people would go hey are you doing the irish showcase again yeah at the hideout yeah on Friday. Yeah. Oh, I'll be there. <laughs> we stopped. We, we, we didn't promote to put time and effort in promoting it just too much. It itself. Yeah. Because people would just go. That's the thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and so as a festival, you kind of have to learn we got to be consistent with certain things and edit. Yeah. But it's going to be about three years for people to go, this is consistent. Because they've already yeah. forgotten what happened last year.
0: That's true. That's very true. That's very true. So well, then well, I appreciate you inviting me into your office, and I'm so glad you sent me the address, because I was going to go to the one up on College. Oh, the, our old one, yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, man, like any time you want to do something like this again and do the show, I really appreciate the like, but how the input you've put into this industry, and it's it's, uh, it's kind of crazy, but you it's know. funny how you turn around and go, yeah, that's right, I have done a bunch of shit. That's awesome, you know, and yeah i don't know i don't
1: really think about it
0: too much yeah so you're always looking forward and that's another take home right there is never look behind and go oh yeah you know me and cam reminisce every thursday at Lou dogs we just talk (laughs) stories all the time
1: (laughs) and we have a blast at it yeah yeah well thanks
0: again man i appreciate
1: it thank you man i really appreciate this
0: that was daryl hers and that was a great episode that was a great two-parter one of the first i think i've had i had a one-parter with al nolan but we were going to do a second part but it was going to be a whole separate other interview we haven't done it yet maybe like you know what i did do a second part and it's sitting somewhere on my hard drive maybe i should put that out okay i'm digressing hers. innovative guy very cool self-starter an entrepreneur and uh, a swell guy and must have in all music industry needs very cool guy Don't forget, everybody, to go to audibletrial.com slash Apolog to purchase and you'll actually get a free month and a free audiobook. And don't forget about Amazon. Go to Apolog.ca and click on those banners. Click on the right side. Don't forget about Patreon. Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Apolog and pledge to the show. I've got four patrons right now. It's confusing, I know, because if you're a patron of Patreon, it's just a lot of puh. I don't know inside recorders don't forget about those downloads okay and uh i got some news coming up hopefully in a couple of months about that and some some kind of cool cool news i think for my personal life i hope it works out i'm not gonna say anything because it hasn't happened yet go to applog.ca shop for all your podcasting stuff go buy stuff don't forget about the show facebook.com slash pod and at simonhead666 is my twitter next week i have miss 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 Ms. Ms, Ms, mina shum from vancouver because i went out to vancouver maybe i should get this one in mina is brent pelkey who was on this episode on this podcast about a year ago it's, it's his wife and she's a director and a writer and a very interesting person so next week look forward to that one because i am okay we'll see y'all again bye bye